Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm MT1, and you're listening to Kindness Network. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Kindness Network is a program where I ask my listeners to perform daily acts of kindness and to call into the program to discuss your experiences with giving, receiving, or even witnessing acts of kindness. My belief is that as we become more aware of the kindness around us, the healthier our daily lives will become. I really believe that, and I believe that small changes in our behavior, like making the conscious decision to perform a daily act of kindness, um, these small changes in our behavior can result in big changes for the world around us. Never underestimate the power of a kind act, and no kind act is insignificant. You know, for the past several weeks, I've discussed the benefits of kindness, um, that have been documented in, in studies, including the, the helper's high or endorphin release, you know, the feeling of well-being that um, is documented to result from performing an act of kindness. And I paid attention to this um, feeling of well-being as I attempt to practice kindness in my daily life. And for me, it's very real. And, you know, at least for me, I can say that practicing kindness has produced personal benefits. 646-716-6933 is our phone number. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you and, and hear about your experiences with giving, receiving, or witnessing acts of kindness. Um, I guess I'll share a kindness experience that I had since uh, the last program. Um, one evening we uh, we decided to stop into our local El Pollo place for dinner and uh, this evening we um, as we walked into the restaurant there was this old homeless looking guy who was over at the ashtray outside the front door and he was collecting tobacco from the, the butts in the ashtray and it looked like he was trying to you know, get enough tobacco to roll a new cigarette and, and we continued inside and we ordered our meal and when I was just about finished with my meal I noticed that this homeless guy was sitting at a table inside the restaurant and I decided to approach the guy and I went over to uh, the table and sat down where he was and, and he smelled really bad and he was dirty from I guess you know living on the street and then, and I asked him if I could buy him some dinner and you know, when he replied he said can you get me a chicken sandwich and when I heard the voice, I, I realized that this old homeless guy was really a, a homeless woman and maybe not quite as old as I had originally thought. Um, we actually spoke very few words, and I, I went over to the counter and ordered her a couple of chicken sandwiches. And when the order came up, I also put a $5 bill in, in the bag with her sandwiches, and, and I handed it to her. And she opened the, the bag, and and just smiled at me and, and I left with a, a good feeling, I did, um, even though it was kind of, uh, there's also kind of a sadness maybe that I felt for this woman's situation and knowing that there's, you know, so many more out there like her. Um, nonetheless, um, I was able to make her smile and even if it was only for a, a brief moment. Um, but did you do anything kind for someone this week or did someone do um, anything kind for you? 646-716-6933 is the number. Um, a couple of days ago, I got an email from a friend, Brad Newsham, and I'd like to, to read it to you if you don't mind. And 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 he titled this, uh, I think, Millionaire in Reverse. And um, So let me read this email to you, and it's 
Fury one. My good friend Mark Gold has built one of the most captivating projects and has had one of the most interesting lives that I know of. While traveling in the Himalayas in 1989, Mark probably saved the life of a destitute woman by pulling a few dollars from his pocket to fund her emergency medical care. Struck by actually experiencing the huge difference the small sums of Western money can make in much of the world, uh, Mark, before he his next trip to Asia, wrote a letter to 100 of his friends. He told them the story of the destitute woman, told them that on his upcoming trip he was going to share more of his money with other impoverished individuals, and promised that if any one of his friends would like Mark to give away some of their money too, he would gladly do that and report back on the whole adventure. So Mark guessed his friends might and family might send three or four hundred dollars, but they sent over two thousand dollars. From that beginning, Mark has spent the past two decades building the 100 Friends Project. His current goal is to distribute person to person a total of one million dollars. No joke. Um, I joke to Mark, he says, uh, a 59-year-old teacher who lived paycheck to paycheck his entire life, that his goal to be, is to become a reverse millionaire. And it seems that he's well on his way. When I met him in 2002, Mark had distributed around $100,000, but now the total exceeds $500,000. He's donated for or loaned money to desperate people in hovels, orphanages, refugee camps, and garbage dumps. Also, in tsunami-ravaged and war-wrecked places. Uh, a few years ago, while my daughter and a friend rode the train for, to the Oakland Zoo, uh, at the Oakland Zoo, I was uh, napping under a nearby tree when my cell phone awoke me, Mark calling from the rooftop under the stars in Kabul, Afghanistan, he had uh, helped stranded people needing money to get back home. Others needing immediate surgery has freed several from virtual slavery and others from circumstances that most people reading this email and the person writing it can barely imagine. He's built five schools, four libraries, four restaurants, and with a tiny fraction of the United States daily military expenditure, Mark has created an ocean of love and goodwill towards America. Word of this endeavor has spread far and wide, and Mark now devotes his entire life to 100 friends. An expert in his field now, Mark is also eager and willing to teach anyone the simple logistics behind what he does so that anyone who wants to um, and can do the same. So below, see the the link to Mark's ally, Adam Carter, um, who's a beer vendor for the Chicago Cubs and White Sox um, games. Um, and uh, the world can seem uh, very bleak at times, but when I look at Mark's life and consider the astonishing impact a single person can have, I am humbled and also very inspired. At 7 o'clock on Saturday evening, July 25th, 2009, Mark is holding a 20th anniversary celebration for 100 friends. Details in the link below. Um, Mark has asked me to extend an invitation to everyone on this list um, to pl please bring your friends and family to enjoy the evening. Drinks and hors d'oeuvres will be served. Donations will be accepted but are not required. Um, and there is no entrance fee, and parking is free, and there's plenty of street parking. Um, there will also be live music, and a couple of short films will be part of the hour-long presentation about 100 Friends. Uh, I'm going to be there, and I'd love to see you there, too. All the very best, Brad. Um, okay, I'm going to take a short break, but um, when I come back, I, I do want to talk more about um, 100 Friends. All right.
Welcome back. And uh, before the break, I was talking about uh, 100friends.org. Um, this gentleman, uh, Mark Gold, and, and um, his colleague, Adam Carter, um, and the micro-philanthropy, as they call it, micro-philanthropy, I could say it, really, um, that, um, that, they, that they do. Um, and um, I think that this is, this is incredible because it's um, a very personal application of this type of kind act. Um, and um, in any event, um, I urge you to take a look at 100friends.org. Um, there's a, a donation page, uh, a link there that you can um, uh, donate to their cause, which I think I might actually do here in a few minutes. Um, but um, I was just kind of, you know, browsing around their their website, and um, you may notice that there's a, a video on on the page for the program today, and this is a um, a video of of Adam Carter, um, who's partnered up with um, Mark Gold um, with this 100 Friends project. And he has a little a page, um, talks a little bit about, about him, and Adam says, well, this is what it says about him. Adam Carter, a Chicago native, has been dedicated to the microphilanthropy for the past five years. He and Mark Gold first came into contact in 2003, slowly built up a professional and personal relationship over the years since. Um, they have met up in exotic ports of call like Bangkok and more commonplace locales such as Chicago and Oakland. In 2007, they collaborate, collaborated on work aiding orphanages in Cambodia, and in spring of 2008, Adam was brought in uh, on the board of 100 Friends as an associate director. Um, Adam spent his summer as a beer vendor at Chicago's Wrigley Field and U.S. Cellular Park, um, where he cheers on his hometown teams while raising funds for his off-season humanitarian missions to Latin America, the Middle East, Africa, Southeast Asia. And he finances all of his own travel expenses um, so that all of his donors' generous donations go um, directly are delivered directly to those in need. And uh, he has a, a blog page um, where there's the, the link to the YouTube video that I have um, linked on my page. I'm going to go ahead and, and play this um, this YouTube video, and, and you'll get to hear the audio of, of, um, of Adam here. So here we go. Okay, welcome to uh, northern Senegal. We're here in a small uh, rural village in the in the country here, and what we're what we're going to talk today about is microfinance. Microfinance is a way for these families to provide themselves with income-generating business. It will allow them to climb out of the lowest rungs of poverty. Um, in many cases, these loans are given out to help the men increase the yield of their farming um, by giving them the, the tools and the equipment and the money needed to inc increase these yields. But in most cases, microcredit is given to local entrepreneurs, many of them women uh, or groups of families. Um, and in this case, these women are able to start their own businesses to generate income, such as um, providing them with sewing machines and materials to make clothes, or perhaps soaps, or perhaps um, start a vegetable garden so that they can sell the products to the local market. Um, in, in, in doing so, these loans are paid back over the course of about nine months. So in the same time it takes a human child to be conceived and born, these loans are paid back in full um, and also are then regenerated so that they can be passed along to another family or another co-op of families to help them help themselves. Uh, 50 cents a day may not sound like much to many of us, but to those making $2 a day, that's a 20% pay increase, which I'm sure we could all agree would be quite welcome right now. Um, so thanks to the help of SEM, which is a, an American Senegalese microfinance institution, uh, on behalf of 100 friends, we've made a loan of $975, which is going to help 20 of these families to provide them with the income that they need to climb out of poverty. So thank you from everybody here in uh, 
Northern Senegal, and um, keep up the uh, keep the contributions coming. It's it's wonderful. Uh, signing off, your humble servant of goodwill, Adam Carter. Thank you. Okay. Um, and like I said, I, I urge you to visit 100friends.org and, and find out how um, maybe you can help make the difference to somebody else uh, somewhere else in, um, in the world. Um, he talked about microfinancing and, and these loans. I think this is a very interesting concept so that um, it's not just a donation anymore that you're making. You make a loan that gets repaid back and then can be used again for, for financing. Um, other people's uh, projects, and there's um, instructions on how to do this um, on um, 100friends.org, and I think a little bit later in the program I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about some other um, websites I found that um, that help uh, people do this microfinancing type of thing. And you know, I do have some friends that that would would say that um, would tell me that you know this is all great, but you know I really feel like I need to. Uh, if I'm going to do any charity, I need to help the the people at home first uh, before we help people in uh, somewhere else in uh, in third world countries, and um, and that's all well and good. You know, if you want to um, you know help out somebody who's um, a closer neighbor, I you know, I, I guess I can understand that, um, but it is it is pretty remarkable how. Um, 50% of the world's population, you know, lives on less than what, you know, millions of Americans spend on Starbucks every day. Seriously, you know, two dollars a day um, for about 50% of the world's population, and and less than five dollars a day for about 70% of the, the world's population. And and you know, these, you know, American dollars over there do go um, pretty far. So. Um, it almost seems like if um, if you know you value um, any human life the same as any other human life, then then it's maybe a little bit more of a bargain um, to uh, try to help some of these people in, in the third world nations that are that are suffering. Um, and um, you know these microfinance loans, um, you know some of these websites. You know it's not all just you know in in third world countries. There are um, um, places and, and, I'll, and I'll show you a website later where where you can donate to even Americans who are looking for financing for um, uh, their uh, their projects here as well. Um, so it's not just it's not just the, the third world. Okay, um, I am going to uh, take another short break, but when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, 100 Friends and a little bit more about some of the other ways that. Um, you can help um, possibly with this uh, microfinancing concept. All right, we'll be right back.
we're back. Um, before the break, we were talking about the folks over at uh, 100friends.org, and I uh, urge you to um, check out their website, and uh, we do want to congratulate them on their 20 years of um, being in uh, uh, as an organization and uh, their uh, celebration next Saturday. Um, wish them uh, great success in, in the future and uh, maybe another 20 years of doing their great work. Um, these guys are just regular folks. One of them is a teacher and the other guy was a, a beer vendor at uh, Major League Ballpark and, and these guys have uh, managed to raise over half a million dollars um, to help people out in, in third world countries. Um, so really, you know, this is the type of thing that we're all capable of, I believe. I know that uh, times are tough in, in this country and and uh, a lot of people are out of work, um, but um, I still see quite a few people in, in line at uh, in front of me at Starbucks in, in the morning and, and like I said, you know, the, the what we spend on our Starbucks, you know, can go a long way to help somebody else um, across the uh, other side of the world um, live a uh, more productive life and bring them out of poverty. Um, and uh, one of the, the things that they were talking about that, that they are doing is this micro-lending concept. And uh, there's a website I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that's called uh, Kiva, K-I-V-A, kiva.org. And uh, they help you uh, loan money to the working poor um, they have um, a system of uh, just uh, uh, of screening individuals, um, putting their profiles on their website, so you can browse and uh, take a look at people from around the world. Um, and they allow you to uh, lend money in $25 increments, um, or more or less, if you'd like. But um, and uh, to help uh, these entrepreneurs around the world, um, it's kind of a cool concept. And I decided I would uh, take a look at some of these entrepreneurs that are on this website. Um, there's, uh, I'm looking at, uh, right now they're just being sorted by popularity, but there's different ways you can sort the profiles on their website. Um, and um, there's a, an entrepreneur in, in Nicaragua, uh, for example. And, uh, and this is um, a family. Uh, and uh, they're uh, uh, currently looking for a $625 loan request. Um, right now, there's um, there's been nobody that uh, has has um, this is a, one of the brand new entries. Um, but they're looking to um, operate a, a grocery store, and so they're looking for working capital. Um, and so you could lend $25 to help them get on their way um, to do that. You know, um, Kiva um, has also begun. Most of these are um, that I'm seeing here. There's you know, there's Mexico, Ghana, Peru, Uganda, Togo, Lebanon, um, Dominican Republic. Um, but there are also um, United States um, entries here, and I'm. I'm going to go ahead and open one of these up. Uh, this is Daniel, who is looking for a $7,000 loan to date. They've raised $1,825, and so he's still looking for an additional $5,175. And this is a gentleman out of San Jose, California, um, and he was looking for a $7,000 loan um, here to make ends meet Daniel works day job at a packaging factory and nights and weekends running his business and he specializes in carpet cleaning and odor control um, his portable carpet cleaning machine wasn't powerful enough so um, he was requesting a loan to um, get a truck mounted cleaner that would enable him to service clients more efficiently so there's there's examples here of um, entrepreneurs that you can help out uh, that are worthy and even in uh, the United States this is a relatively um, new thing that Kiva has has added to their site um, generally speaking the um, entrepreneurs are um, third world um, type entrepreneurs who are you know looking for maybe a goat to feed their family or start a, a family farm um, kind of thing um, there's uh, all over the world. Uh, oh, here's one in from Bolivia. 
Um, and uh, this family um, is looking for $3,600, and they're pretty close to their goal. They've raised $2,975 for them. There's $700 left. Um, and this is a, uh, um, a group of uh, folks that um, are trying to purchase uh, merchandise um, for their uh, markets and, and uh, food and shoe stores. Um, so, you know, there's um, quite a bit of opportunity here. And again, this is um, these are loans, and so once they are repaid, you know, you can um, take your money back and and still know that you've you've helped somebody um, with with your kindness. And then, if you choose to, you can, you know, possibly, uh, you know, reinvest uh, to another um, you know, worthy entrepreneur and, and help them out as well. So anyway, I think this is a uh, a great um, tool uh, for um, uh, helping people. Um, and uh, it's like I said, it's uh, it's not just a donation. You can target um, your kindness to. Um, the profile that uh, most appeals to you, and and uh, so I encourage you to check out uh, that website kiva.org. All right, k-i-v-i-k-i-v-a dot org. Okay, um, you know I I really didn't do much marketing on the of the program this uh, this time. I didn't do a tweet. I uh, didn't do a a MySpace uh, bulletin, and I didn't uh, do a, a Facebook uh, um, wall entry. So um, I didn't really expect to have a whole lot of callers today, especially since I've I've taken a couple of weeks off. And so what I thought I would try to do now is um, oh surprise somebody here. Uh, this is this is actually my sister, and I'm going to go ahead and try to dial her and see if see if I can't uh, spread a little kindness call. So here we go. We're going to try a Dial out. Hi, we were Judy. Um, I am not available, so leave a detailed message and I will call you back. Have a great day. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Well, Hi, Dee Dee. This is Kindness Network, and Kindness Network was leaving a message on your answering machine. We just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to call and, and let you know that I love you very much, and maybe uh, spread a little bit of kindness your way today. And uh, anyway, Dee Dee, um, uh, I hope to talk to you soon. Um, know that I love you, and and maybe you can uh, um, do something kind as as often as you humanly possibly can. All right. Hey, Didi. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, okay. So that didn't really uh, work out. Um, but uh, I didn't uh, call in advance and let the person know. Um, so in any event, um, you know, there, there's something I would uh, like to try. Um, I did this last time on the program. Um, where I did a little uh, guided imagery exercise, and um, I've attempted to do this little exercise a, a few times uh, since our last program, and and it um, it really does uh, seem to help me out. And uh, this only takes three or four minutes. Um, it's it's a very short little exercise, and if you're driving or some doing something where your attention needs to be focused, I'm going to ask you not to do this, but maybe just listen and, and try it again um, at some other time when um, you, you can be seated, comfortably seated, or, or even laying down. So if you are seated or if you are laying down and listening to the program, um, I think I'd like you to, um, if you'd indulge me again, I'd like to, tr to try this with you. I would like you to close your eyes. Become aware of your breathing as you inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. 
And if you choose to do so, perhaps you will begin to inhale more completely and exhale more completely as you become aware of your breath. Now, I would like you to focus your attention on your heart and feel the power of your heart. Notice your pulse. Imagine that your heart is filled with a pure golden white light. And this pure golden love light um, is now flowing from your heart. It's growing and flowing. Pure love from your heart in the form of golden white light. A steady flow of this pure golden white light is flowing from your heart and it fills your entire body from your head to your toes. The light flows with pure golden love and your body can no longer contain this pure golden white light and it creates a field around your body. It's like a force field of this pure golden white love light surrounding your entire body and it extends two feet in front of, behind, above, and even beneath you. Now, I want you to begin to notice a small sphere, maybe about the size of a baseball, slowly spinning just a few inches above your chest where your heart is. The sphere is surrounded in your pure golden white light and you see that the sphere is the planet Earth. And it's a beautiful little spinning world. And you love it with all your might. And it loves you back. Now, slowly watch this little world that is spinning in your perfect white golden love light. This world that's spinning... It is spinning, but it's completely under your control. You can control it with your mind. So now, slowly move this little world um, that's spinning just above your heart, a few inches above your heart, your chest. I want you to move this slowly upwards so that it's about the center of your forehead. And I want you to observe your, your little world now. And notice that you can see this world with a clarity that maybe you've never seen before. This is such a beautiful world that is made healthy with loving kindness. And you love this world with all your might. And it loves you back. Now slowly, bring this spinning world that is engulfed in your pure golden love light and bring it back down to your heart. And once again, you give this world all of your most precious love and it gives its precious love back to you. Now, slowly open your eyes. So what do you think of that? Um, I think I enjoy that exercise because it does have the ability to bring me to that place where my world and myself is uh, in a place of pure love, um, engulfed in a place of pure love. And uh, I think it's important to be in that place as often as we possibly can. All right, I'm going to, uh, to take another break, and um, this little musical piece is probably a little crunchy. It's going to wake you up after that little guided imagery exercise, so, so wake up, everybody.
Okay, we're back, and uh, you know, I just wanted to, you know, mention how how wealthy and we really are in America here today, and and I know that, like I said, things are are getting tough and money's tight, but um, but you know, when 70% of the world's population uh, earns less than five dollars a day, um, it kind of puts things in perspective, and and I might challenge you to. Um, you know, if you're one of those people like me who who goes to, to Starbucks, I do it probably five, six days a week. Um, I like to get my Bente black coffee, um, as I've mentioned on numerous occasions here on Kindness Network. Uh, and you know, if um, you know those, those cups that they they put the the coffee in, those white cups, um, they can be reused. You know, and and if you you know, when you're done with your coffee and you wash the cup out and take it back the next day, um, the coffee that normally costs a dollar eighty-five, like I said, I just drink regular black coffee, nothing fancy. Um, they'll refill your cup for seventy-five cents, so you save a, 
a dollar ten. Now I, I challenge people who who drink coffee like I do, um, maybe to to do that a couple times a week and and save that dollar ten cents every time. And uh, at the end of the week, maybe uh, you know donate that that extra cash um, that you um, didn't have to sacrifice anything for. You still got your coffee every day. Um, and maybe go to a akiva.org and and donate uh, or loan this money um, to somebody who can uh, use it to help pull them out of a uh, desperate poverty situation. Or perhaps you'll go to uh, 100friends.org who Saturday will be once again celebrating, as I mentioned earlier, their their 20th year. Um, and these folks are just normal people who are um, targeting their money um, for to third world folks who um, who could really uh, use it and to where um, in places where the dollar goes a very very long way um, and they get an extra uh, added value I guess uh, because of the the fact that um, dollars go further in in some of these third world countries um, and so um, I encourage all of you you know to do what you can um, to uh, be kind to other people. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, donating money through through these websites that I mentioned today. Um, you know, I'm only asking for one small commitment of, you know, just a single act of kindness every day. Of course, I I, I would hope that everybody would take every single opportunity at kindness, but even once a day is an excellent start. And um, so I encourage um, each and every one of you um, to please um, make that commitment to me um, to, to uh, perform a kind act. Um, I think you'll, you'll notice uh, the helper's high that I mentioned. And as studies that I've mentioned on the program before have also shown that simply counting the acts of kindness that you perform makes you a healthier and happier person. I mean, this is you know documented um, in studies. It's it's incredible. Um, you know, you, the the benefits of performing kind acts um, are largely uh, overlooked. And as I said earlier in the program, you know, please never underestimate the power of a kind act. Um, you know, it may just be the act that that uh, causes somebody to to really do something great, like these folks who started 100 Friends or or or, or Kiva, um, dot org. All right, I'm about to lose my voice here, so <coughs> I'm sorry. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, goodbye, everybody. Have a great week and uh, be kind.